Welcome to Tech Biz and Talk, a podcast all about technology, business, and everything in between. This is Nam. And this is Sean. And we are not here to teach or lecture. We're here to share our passion for taking biz with the world and learning growth with you along the way. From Apple to crypto, from autonomous vehicles to esports, we will cover the hottest topics in the tech and business worlds. Yo. Hey. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Nam? Doing well, doing well. Just uh, trying to survive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a uh, long, long time no talk, actually, right? I know. I know. Yeah. Um, like um, maybe two weeks. A week? Two weeks? I don't know. Some, sometimes. Hmm. Something like that. Something like it that. It feels like forever. It feels like yeah, forever. It does feel like forever. <laughs> so, like, it's good to be back. You know, we're still, we're still alive still doing this still uh recording the podcast um and what are we going to talk about today sean can you give us uh, the intro yes sir um so today we're going to be discussing robin hood um robin hood. yeah and uh i'm excited for this one now i mean we're not really we're not really planning on talking about anything like specific about robin hood um we're just going to talk about robin hood in general um kind of like what we did with the netflix episode right yeah, so it's more about the movement of uh, what is that? Decentralized finance. Uh, no, no, decentralized uh, trading and uh, stock and uh, investing, right? Yeah. Because I do think before Robin Hood, and I think Robin Hood is not the only player that doing what they're trying to do, just like bring fun and investing and um, uh, retirement fund to everyday normal human being. Um, but it does is the biggest platform. I think it's the biggest platform with the most uh, user and customer right now in terms of like investing and things like that. So it does have a lot of uh, weight and influences with younger generation. I mean, especially with younger gen- generation. So mm. yeah, I agree. It's not has to be Robin Hood. It's more about like the whole movement of everybody can invest and what yeah. it's going to look like. Right. Yeah. And um, you are right now. It is um, it is the most most used um, uh, stock trading uh, platform in the in the U.S. at least mobile trading platform, which also you can reasonably assume in the world. Um, and ever since the, I will say though, um, Robinhood does not offer any like tax sheltered um, tax sheltered accounts uh, such as like IRA, traditional Roth, you know, yeah. 401k. It's just basically um, uh, equities and derivatives, right? Yep. It can uh, okay. So first of all, I will get back to that because I want you to kind of give us some des- definition of what just you just say because not many people know that. Mm. But because I remember we trying to do the last podcast. So if you listen to this podcast, you know, drop a like, give us a review, share with your friend, you know, tell one person you you know that like, hey. If you like the podcast, tell them like, "Hey, check it out!" Right? Because we always do this at the end, but never in the beginning. So I just want to take my chances right here at three minute mark, just to put it out there. <laughs> good thinking. So, yeah, yes, good thinking. And then we can get back to that. So, yeah, do you want to tell people like, what is Roth IRA? What is IRA? And what is what is those accounts you kind of mentioning? Sure. And um, before that, though, I'll piggyback on what Nam was just said about liking and, and subscribing and stuff. You know, <clears throat> I think Nam and I, we've been uh, we've been lacking on the uh, 
things that we promised too, like the the website and you know we're still building the Instagram and stuff. So please bear with yeah. us. We're we're trying hard and we're we're trying to build it um, organically and and do a good job with it. So those things will come soon. Um, you know, thank you for bearing with us. But yeah, anything you can do to help us out, help spread the word about Tech Biz and Talk, um, we'd obviously be very grateful. So um, yep. But yeah, so <clears throat> what I so when I say like tax sheltered, I mean specifically like retirement accounts, like you know traditional IRA and and Roth IRA. So traditional IRA is um you know what it sounds like It's the oldest um, IRA in ex- in existence, and it was designed um, so that you could put um, you could put pre tax money in um to mm-hmm. to your retirement to the to the traditional IRA account. Um and then after fifty nine and a half, when you go to retire, you can take that money out since it was already pre taxed. Um uh wait a second. I think I I think I got it backwards, right? No, do you want a what? You got it backwards? Are you talking yeah. about traditional IRA? Yeah. Might have to so traditional that IRA you you pay when you cash out. So you get pre taxed dollar into the invest uh, investment account, and when when you cash out at like sixty five, you have to pay tax then, and it depends on the tax bracket you are at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So traditional IRA can be considered uh, is considered pre tax. Pre tax, yeah. So you defer the tax, so you don't pay tax now, but you pay tax in the future. Mm. So you have more dollar amount to compound. Like for example, yeah, if you um, put like five thousand now every year, pre-tax. You don't have to pay tax on that. You can, you could potentially compound more if you kind of like, you know, the return is more. So that's the whole idea of it, right? Mm. Whereas, uh, <clears throat> whereas yeah. Roth IRA, which was, um, I think, rolled out in the eighties, nineteen eighties, it's designed mm-hmm. so that it's very similar, but the difference is that you, the money you put in is um, post post-tax. post-tax. So you. You pay tax up front. The whole the whole reasoning behind a Roth IRA is that if you expect to be in a higher tax bracket upon retirement, um, a Roth IRA is a better choice for you because when you go to retire, um, you will not be taxed on the money you take out. So um, that you know that's that's the basic definition of both of those. And also, Roth IRA affords you like other things like if you after <clears throat> you can you can actually take your money out tax penalty free um yep. if you've had your money in the Roth for five years. Um and you don't have to be fifty nine and a half or older. So if you are thirty years old and you put money into your Roth at thirty five years old you can start to take money from that account um with tax penalty tax free. So there are a few differences but the point is Wow, Roth, I did not know that. Yeah. So yeah, Roth, I did not know that. Yeah, and I mean, Nam and I will say right now, we're not trying to give any financial advice whatsoever. We're just, oh, no. you know, yeah, we're, we're just um, giving basic definitions. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, the thing is uh, with Robinhood, a lot of, a lot of other financial um, service companies, um, such as like Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or Schwab, you know, to name a few, they offer uh, many they offer many of these things. They are, not only can you trade stocks and options, but you can also trade, you know, bonds and futures and also, tri- you know, put money into traditional IRA, Roth IRA, things like that. Robinhood doesn't offer any of those um, tax 
sheltered um, uh, accounts. It's just equities yep. and derivatives. Um, and when I say derivatives, I mean like options. So. Yep. Yeah. So like, I mean, just, just stock, you buy Facebook, you buy Apple, you buy Microsoft, you can do put option, like call, like things like that. So, um, yeah. exactly. Yep. yep. And so, the thing yep. with Robinhood now is like, they've, they really, the, the whole point was to democratize finance. Like after the 2008 mm-hmm. financial crisis, they came out and said, we need to dem- democratize finance. That's why the, Company is called Robinhood after the you know character, um, take money from the rich, um, distribute to the poor, um, but you know they really though. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna talk about that later, but <laughs> good question. That's a loaded. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they've almost made they've made trading into like a game. You know, it's like this yeah. beautiful yeah. app, the UX and UI. By the way, listen to our episode on UX UI. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. it's beautiful app. It's really simple, and they almost make it like you know, you go to you go to you you confirm your trade when you buy a stock, and like the little um, confetti pops out. Like you know, congratulations, you bought your you know, share, yep. you bought your point zero 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 one share of Tesla because Robinhood also offers fractional trading, which a lot of brokerages don't offer fractional trading yep. so you can which is nice i mean you can you can get in and you can buy you know <clears throat> shares of very expensive um stock like tesla which is um at what right now now um, let's see it's uh 717 dollars a share um a lot of people don't have that um disposable you know income don't have that capital to and put into one share of Tesla so they can buy instead of one share, they can buy a 10th of a share or a hundredth of a share using fractional trading. But anyways, yeah, Robinhood has really uh, made, made trading almost like a game. What do you think then? Yeah. So I, I agree. Well, I think it, you, <sighs> the thing with the, and this app non, not only apply to trading, but just money in general, like when you put it in debit card or credit card, when you, you look just you look at it as a number. So it's actually there's a study, like you know, psychology study of if you actually use your cash, like you hand people the cash and you you spend, you feel more of a loss compared to like just use credit card. So because mm. it's just like you lose something in your wallet, right? But if you lose in the bank account, it's just like a number, just like instead of a 10, it's a two now. And I think that factor of making it like look nice, beautiful UI and things like that. And you just buy and sell and buy and sell. It's easy for user to use, first of all. And also it's for them, it's not like they lose money, you know, because it's just like, it's just like you say, it's a game, right? And uh, it's funny when you mentioned the the UI and UX, because a lot of my friend uh, and I, that I talk to and do invest things like that, they say the main reason why they don't switch apps to to trade because you know you obviously you know about the scandal between GameStop and uh, all the hedge fund and Robinhood in the middleman is the middle mm. guy, right? mm-hmm. uh, and and they kind of like oh like it's all scandal and they don't you know maybe Robinhood is not actually for the people that's why I kind of joke about like is it really though and people are aware of that but they don't switch just because compared to other apps. Robinhood UI is just way better, and sometimes it just it just that little nugget that keep the user 
not from not switching and especially like younger user who's just like very tech savvy they look at like a charles swap or like uh what mm-hmm. TD, td america i think it's like td ameritrade yeah yeah ameritrade yes then they just like what is it right it's just the ui is very not intuitive you have to go through a lot of steps there's a lot of buttons that should not be there um right it's I very, use... yeah. yeah sorry what'd you say no 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 go ahead now i'm sorry no i'm saying i, I use charles swap and mm. i kind of like i I trade on a daily basis too, not like on a daily, on a monthly maybe. So, but I use Charleswap because that's my, you know, that's my also my investment mm-hmm. account. Uh, but excuse me, I need to close the window. Whoops, what'd you do wrong, now? Yeah, I set up set a fire alarm off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what I'm saying is, yeah, I use Charleswap too, and those big bigger firm um, did not have that design in the modern look of uh, a modern app right you know? because they're because they're older yeah and by the way um quick tidbit did you know uh, uh schwab actually just bought um td ameritrade i um, did not know that yeah so that's it's an interesting little tidbit um charles schwab uh has acquired td ameritrade so um the thing is like because <clears throat> i use um i've been trying to get more and more involved in um TD Ameritrade and TD mm-hmm. Ameritrade has this um, like desktop software called Thinkorswim and um, Fidelity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thinkorswim and uh, Fidelity, um, which is also a brokerage. All of these, by the way, are called brokerages. Robinhood is a brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, TD Ameritrade is a brokerage. Fidelity is a brokerage. Schwab is a brokerage. But um, we'll also um, hopefully uh, later on talk about the difference between a brokerage and a market maker. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, thinkorswim is a desktop application that gives you like, you know, second to second, um, trade stats. You can customize your, uh, or I'm sorry, stock stats, um, the price updates, you know, every, every single second, um, real time, um, that you can customize your, your, your desktop, your, your chart layouts. You can have as many indicators as you want. It's, it's for people who want to get involved in technical analysis, um, yeah, day which trading, is, right? exactly day trading, swing trading. Yeah, it's it's so it's useful for a lot of people, but Robinhood simply doesn't offer that. It you no. can yeah. you can look at the charts, you can put some throw some indicators on it, but Robinhood isn't really meant for that and wasn't designed to to be that. It's more for like the fundamental trades, people who just want to, you know, who were not scared but maybe apprehensive to enter the markets before because of, like what you just said, Nam the apps are hard to use or <clears throat> back in when Robinhood came out, there were really weren't any mobile trading options. Like Robinhood really pioneered that. So um, it has opened up the floor to a lot of other people who um, n- weren't really uh, able to, uh, or weren't really interested in it before. But now that there's a solution, you know, makes it easier for them to place trades and do research and stuff like that. Now they're using it. Yeah, and I think w- which is interesting, right? Because all the apps you say, like Thingoswim, I just look at that too. Um, it's yeah, it, lo- it looks it looks great, but then you re- it require you a certain knowledge about like the finance, like the stock market, right? What is what is selling order, buy put, you know, things like that. Option, what does that mean, right? I for me, I did not know in too much into detail of that. I do my own research when I buy a stock. Mm-hmm. I think. Like Robinhood target customer is not those like analytical like trader who like actually want to make 
money in a realistic way through this trading things. Because I do think like because the game, because it's easy, because it doesn't give you a lot of customization and also detail about, you know, like the stock as a whole, they do provide you kind of some information in news, but it's not that deep. And it's it's designed to not to be so deep, right? right? And it's because I think it's tried to target those people who think about it as, as like a gamble. It's a right? yeah, yeah. It. It, it's the same thing as you put money in the stock market. If you don't, if you don't do your homework, it is literally the same thing that you just go to the casino and put your money on a uh, in a roulette. Like you pick a number, yeah. right? Play yeah. roulette. Because if you don't do your, your homework and you just listen to someone on Reddit, it is the same thing, right? Because it, like whether it is a company or it's just like a number 21 or seven, it means the same thing if you just put it there without yeah. doing work. And um, I think that's why more and more people get into this because like, think about this, right? The dream, what is the dream? You put in a stock, it grow 10X. That is a dream, right? It's the same thing with like casino. You put on a number, you win an X amount of money. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like getting like, uh, what is that? 10% year on year return, that is good, right? I think what is the market real year? Like 15% or something. If you do like 15 or 18, you like you beat the market or something like that. Again, don't correct me on that. But what I'm trying to say is like, if you have a 20% year on year return, that is considered really good. But what what people look for when they put money in Robinhood is like three, two acts, three acts, like 200%, 300%, 500%. Right, they're looking for that. Yep. Right, because it's, it's not realistic. It's like you literally gambling. Because- They're looking for that penny stock that's just going to shoot up one day, and just like you know, just like what we've seen in the past uh, um, past couple months, past year, like what happened with GameStop and what happened with some of the cryptos, you know, like. And I think Robinhood and Reddit go hand in hand. A lot of these, like, a lot of these things can almost be classified as like pump and dump. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm not sure if all the listeners have heard of that, like, um, heard of that terminology. But pumping up is basically like um, pumping up a pumping up a the the value um, of a, or the you know false value of the of a uh, asset, and then um, once it's reached its maximum, you know, dump all of it and make you take your profits. And that's what we've seen with some of the, you know, some of the, um, uh, some of the assets throughout the past year and yeah. Dogecoin, especially just, um, and I know we've talked about this, like at the first or second episodes about crypto, but Dogecoin especially it still surprises me, um, with how it's just came out of nowhere <clears throat> and how it was pumped up and pumped up. And then, um, you know, so many people made such outrageous, you know, profits from it, from, from what, like there was no technical research there was no like skill yeah. involved and i'm not um definitely not hating on anyone who um was you know successful with with those trades but um it's just a, such a difference from the people who sit down um day to day and open up their you know their stock trading software and they've got tons of research they've you know they've got um indicators like rsi and macd all you know throughout their um throughout their chart layouts and they, they do their, they do their research. And then someone comes along and just buys a random, <laughs> a random stock <laughs> or crypto and, and does better than what the other person would, would hope to do in a, you know, five years. So um, it's just, yeah, it's just, it has completely changed the game. And 
not only in terms of like mentality, but also, you know, Robinhood was the was the first brokerage to offer um, commission free trades. Um, yeah. Which also brought a lot of people on board um, because before you would have to, you know, pay uh, between five to fifteen dollars per trade um, yeah. when you buy and sell. And so you would have to be much more um, um, deliberate um, with your trades and diligent with your research um, because, you know, you're spending money on, on the commission on the, for the commission. But when Robinhood came along, came along and offered commission free trades, people are more, um, you know, lackadaisical about, uh, you know, I'll throw some money into that, throw some money into that, whatever. And, and <clears throat> all the other brokerages were forced to um, follow along, you know, soon after Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, Schwab, right. Um, all went everyone. to, yeah, everyone, everyone, you're forced to because people, <laughs> they completely changed the game. And, you know, I, I don't know about you now, maybe, maybe, you know, I've, I've read a little bit about like how they did that, but I'm still not sure exactly how they were able to, um, offer commission free trades, just maybe saving money on some of the, <clears throat> some of the other things, um, being very lean, um, and technologically advanced compared to some of the other brokerages that they were just, they just didn't need the commission. Um, and maybe having other, uh, revenue streams, right. Which yeah, we'll talk so, about. yeah. So I, I, yes, yes. That is a nice segue because right. There is a famous phrase in, in, I think is, uh, in the documentary social media or, or someone else say on the internet about, about Facebook, mm. about social media. If it's free, you are the product and, and it applies to everything. So Robinhood is free, right? We are the product. What does it mean? So, um, and again, I want to comment about the commission and everything too. Like, it's good that it's free. It's like open up the entries for everyone. But I think maybe it's, maybe it's better to, 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 to charge people for, for what they buy just so that they, they think twice. <laughs> it's like, like, okay, like just confirm. Like, yo, bro, are you, are you really sure? You know? <laughs> like, you do research, you're going to cost you $10 and things like that. And uh, and agree and b- before that like Schwab and um, TD America Amer- what is that TD Ameritrade Ameritrade yes mm-hmm. TD Ameritrade they they do take commission when you even when you sell to like a percentage of of your profit things like that but now they don't and the way that Robinhood mainly make their money is to what they call um let me see let me see the exact name for that payment of auto flow. Mm. Right, so I was trying to understand this. Of course, my knowledge is not comprehensive, but I try to get it to my to the best extent that I know. Right, because so you, you guys you guys should do your own research. So it's, the name is payment for order flow, PFOF, and it's actually a pretty common practice for brokers to do this. So essentially, uh, you you would you would submit your order, right? You have like you know. 500,000 people submit their order for this amount of stock and this amount of volume. Uh, Robinhood actually did not execute those orders, right? They send those orders to a market maker like mm. Citadel or a hedge fund. Deutsche Bank. Yep. Some, UBS or, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Some, some of their, of their um, that, yeah, the market maker, maker. And the market maker will pay Robinhood uh, a premium 
what is that? The what? It, what is? What is it called? The the transaction fee per share per contract, right? And with those huge data, the market maker can choose when to buy it. So, for example, you you say like, I buy this stock at two dollar, right? Right. You submit the price at two dollar. Mm-hmm. You get the two dollar for sure. But then they might not buy it right away at that time. They might wait a little bit to make it like, you know, the price go up or something like that. Or the price go down to buy it at that time, right? Like they they don't trade the stock immediately. But at the end of the day, you will get your stock. It's just like they might not buy it at the $2 that you say they have to purchase at. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. So they, they, they kind of like, they wait for them to, to, to the right time for them to put into order and things like that. So that's why, and, and when they have a lot of, of, of knowledge and a lot of um, data about what trade is being made, they kind of can predict the trend of the market. That's why mm-hmm. they pay a premium uh, price to know that information, uh, to, to know our trade. Right, right. So Citadel and and all the market maker kind of know beforehand what kind of train is going to be, and they kind of like uh, have the power to kind of manipulate the market. Okay, I buy this time, I sell this time, things like that. So, yeah. So that's how they make mainly their revenue, right? And I do have a charge here. Um, so they the revenue of of Robinhood, and I think it's like eighty percent of of them is from this pay payment of order flow mm-hmm. um and of course like i probably did not explain that super well but yeah do your own research about this essentially they um they sell your information your trade information to a third party and get a price for that every every trade that 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 they give them they got a premium price for that like like 50 cent right yeah. and then uh the third party can use that information to you know m- decide when when to buy this amount of stock because they in, at the end of the day they just need to give you the correct amount of stock right mm-hmm. you don't care they you know you don't care when they buy it you just need to know like okay i bought it at two dollar i should get two dollar two dollar worth of the stock in my account that's it and they try to you know they manipulate it they they pick the right time they use the data for their own like self-interest i mean they own the data now right that is their data right and what they do with it we don't know right we can guess we can we can maybe guess a you know a few a few things but um yeah that's it's something that unless you're in the business you you know it's kind of like a esoteric thing um but that's very interesting um and it's kind of controversial it's a controversial practice right like it's in a lot of people don't disagree with or i'm sorry a lot of people don't agree rather with um with this practice of you know of selling the data to market makers um or yeah. selling, selling the basically sending the sending the order to market makers, right? And and come back to the point of like, does it the mm-hmm. do they really help the little guy, right? Because right. the market maker and the hedge fund are the big guy. Like yeah. you, like if you don't know, and of course I don't know too much about like millionaires and how billionaire works. But a lot of millionaire actually millionaires higher upper class, they. They have money in the in the in the trust fund or hedge fund, so they give those hedge fund and those market maker money to, to manage, and they will get like a year on year return, like a ridiculous rate, like thirty percent or something like that, right? Um, so those millionaires, those big guy, the money is in there, right? They they because like they they the money they will not let it sit in the bank saving account, 
or they have right. cash, right? As as you like, uh, um, it's like a drug dealer or something, right? You we will not have that much cash. You're gonna use it to invest, and normally they don't invest themselves, right? They they would just give a like a manager, hedge fund manager, to manage their money. That's how they do it, right? And then they just give them money every year. So by giving those market maker and hedge fund a lot of data. It's gonna make them richer and richer every day because mm-hmm. you know they literally can just change and manipulate the market and things like that. I could be wrong, right? I could be wrong. Uh, let me know if I'm wrong. But but that's why I say like, you know, nothing is for free, right? If 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 someone offers you something for free, you should think twice about that. It's like, exactly. Okay, what is what is the catch? There's always a catch. There's always yeah. a catch. If it's not now, it's gonna be later. You know, it's not immediately. It's gonna be later. It's not here. It's gonna be there. Like it's always a catch. Right. Um, right. Oh, yeah. And that's why there's a lot of, there's always a lot of talk about, oh, you know, Robinhood is great in so many ways, but okay, why, like, what's, what's the catch? And um, a lot of people ask, especially when Robinhood first came out, I remember, I remember talking about it with friends and, you know, some colleagues or whatever. And, you know, we all brought this question up. Now it's become more like, okay, it's Robinhood exists just like every other brokerage. It's fine. But when it first came out, Everyone was asking, what's the catch? And, you know, now we start to understand these are some of the things that they're doing behind the scenes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> market makers aren't the bad guys, by the way. I mean, we, we're making it sound yep, yep, like yep. They're, they're the bad guys. But market makers exist. Market makers are very important, just as critical as brokerages are. Market makers exist for essentially one primary uh, reason, liquidity. And that, you know, liquidity is um, – I'm not going to – definition of liquidity um so i'm just going to give it um the availability sean i think um, you're lagging a little bit uh, so you repeat what you just say like you, you stop at liquidity oh i cut out a little bit yes oh okay um Market liquidity is a market's feature whereby an individual or firm can quickly purchase or sell an asset without causing a drastic change in the asset's price. That's from Wikipedia. So market makers essentially exist to um, foster liquidity in the market. So when you go to buy a share of Tesla, um, that share is bought and you can buy it. And a market maker helps in that process. When you go to sell a share of Tesla, um, there will be a share and the market maker is you know, going to be there to make sure that there's a, there's a buyer for that. If then it's them, if it's not, then, you know what I mean? So market makers help to keep the, keep the, the, the market world uh, turning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not the bad guys. It's just, you know, this way, this way, this kind of business works behind the scenes. Um, so uh, thank you, Nam. That's definitely one way uh, Robin Hood makes money another way actually and this is similar to how other fintech companies make money um such as venmo cash app they make money off of interest um so they they basically make money from interest um uh of the cash that they lend out to and um uh, from from your account basically so like if you have cash in Robinhood, that's just you know available i don't i'm not sure Robinhood. i have it I'm I'm not active with Robinhood right now, but it's like available cash balance or whatever. Like yep, you can basically yep. take that cash and send it right to your. It's liquid cash. You can move it around. Any assets, 
they lend that cash out um, and they make interest on that, on that uh, lent cash. So, um, you know, that's a good reason to always keep your money <laughs> invested, you know. Uh, if you don't like the idea of people, you know, of, of Robin Hood or Venmo for that matter, taking your money and, and lending it out to other people, um, <laughs> just keep it, keep it vested. But they definitely, um, they definitely make money from that too, um, which they have disclosed. Um, so uh, other things, foreign, foreign stock transactions, there's a, there's a fee that they charge for those. I think if you can actually place trades on the phone with, um, you know, Robin Hood representatives. Um, I think that's that'll, crazy. yeah, right. I know, right. The, <clears throat> but that'll set you back like ten dollars for trade. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> that's a good option then. Uh, yeah. So. And yes, yes. Continue. Um, so yeah, those those are a couple of different ways, and also um, Robin Hood actually has a premium account um, called Robin Hood Gold. Um, very uh, creative name for that. Uh, <laughs> Um, but uh, <clears throat> Robinhood Gold is essentially um, it, it offers features. I think you can you have access to more indicators that you can that you can look at and uh, apply to your chart. But the main feature is um, margin, so you can it's a margin, margin trading account. Yeah. Um, so again, if you if if um, you want to learn more about um, margin trading, uh, definitely just search up margin trading. One site that I like to access is uh, Investopedia. Um, you can learn about it there, but essentially it, it allows you um, to trade on um, leverage. Um, so if you have like, say you have $10,000 in your account, <clears throat> in your margin, you put $10,000 in your margin account. Um, the margin account will basically allow the brokerage to lend you um, like a certain amount, usually like 50% of what you of like the total amount that you're trying of um, of stock that you're trying to buy. So if you're trying to if you're trying to put money on you know maybe twenty thousand dollar total, um, Robinhood will then uh, you know loan you lend you um, ten thousand dollars. So huh. basically you can you can trade with more money. Um, you only put down ten thousand, but you have a position the size of twenty thousand. So this is this is great if. If the asset goes up, um, your, yes. <laughs> your potential—if um, the asset goes up, your 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 potential is much higher to reap uh, greater returns. But if it goes down, it works the same. It works the same way in the opposite direction. So um, this is this has been the reason why a lot of people have have lost exorbitant sums of money on platforms like Robinhood. Because they aren't the the barrier the barrier to entry for margin accounts um, in other brokerages like TD Ameritrade I believe it's like twenty five thousand um, I might be wrong about that but you you need a significant amount of money in your account and they do that for a reason to make sure that if something goes wrong if like you you know invest in a you know penny stock or whatever on tanks the next day the business you know goes out of business you're able to um, recuperate but. Exactly. Yeah. But with Robinhood, I think at first, at least, it was easier to trade on margin. Now, you know, I think you need to jump through a couple more hurdles because a lot of people were. <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree. Because, I mean, like, like I said, it's, it, it just sounds to me like a, 
disaster, like a like formula for disaster if you don't know what you're doing. Because the upside is great, but the downside is even greater. Like the risk is just really high. I mean, mm-hmm. high risk, high reward, right? Like you say, uh, I think if you if if Romeo would lend you some money, you probably have to pay interest on that too, right? Um, it's not for I, free. Or do you? I, I think know. you do. Yeah, I think you do. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't know what Robin Robin Hood's um, interest rate is, but um, the, it could be you know five to ten percent interest on you know on that loan. Um, Exactly. So, I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't think everything, they, they're not going to give you money for free, right? Like, that would be crazy. But, um, but yeah. I don't know the detail of it, for sure, to, right. to know. Um, so, I think it's, I mean, throughout the pandemic, too, right? You know, right last year was a, a very weird time because Corona hit, everybody don't have anything to do. So, they turn into, like... <laughs> TikTok and Robinhood to trade and to, you know, just have something. It's it honestly, it just same thing with social media, right? It's a dopamine hit. Yeah. You, you buy something, it's go up. It just you, you it's green, you feel happy. Mm-hmm. The next day you is down, you have withdrawal, you crave for more, you trying to find more stuff to go up and things like that. Like sometimes people lose track of like at the end of the day, are they actually like profitable or not? Right, because like if you have ten stock that's go down, but one to go up, you might be happy about the one to go up, but you still negative, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, I I think, of course, I'm not. This is not financial advice. I'm not a. I'm not a tr- day trader. I don't know much about like all oh, the term that you just use. Um, I do invest, but I think, I I try my best to to do my research before I I invest, and also. I don't. I only invest in things that I believe in. Yeah. Because I think if it's go down, it's, it's my fault, right? I feel better about it. It's more about like managing my own emotion with with this stock because you know stock market is not a representation of the company. It's the representation of what people think about the company. Mm. So a very different thing, right? Like Tesla, like like we talk about, make very little money. Its value like what, $500 billion, $600 billion right now. But then their revenue is, no, their profit is probably like 200 million. So the P&E ratio is like a thousand or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not, so the, the the price, the share price doesn't reflect the actual value of Tesla right now, right? Tesla has no way make more money than four of Volkswagen or BMW, right? right? But it's just like a reflection of what people think about the company. So that is something that you cannot control. You cannot predict. Like, like there's company that is doing phenomenal, right? Like, like look at the checkbook, like the balance sheet, like profitable, makes so much money. But the stock is not good because it's not hype. It's not popular. Right? It's not Tesla, like right. the brand, right? So those things you cannot control. And, you know, like if, if you not believe, I, I, I think that if you don't believe in the stock, it just really hard for you to to ride it when it's go down because if it you know when it's go down you love the stock for me it's like you buy it on sale right it's like oh it's cheaper i buy more you know <laughs> but people would be like yo like it's like it's go down so much i need to sell so they're going to be always sell low and buy high and things like that and uh, but if you are a day trader and you you kind of like analyze and do what you do and make so much money yeah do you but i think as an engineer, I wanted it simple. I, I do a lot of tech stock because that's what I believe in and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's and and that's great. Um, and and you investing in things that you like know about it because you're in the sector. Um, it makes sense because you're interested in reading about those things anyways. So like on a day to day basis companies or new products or whatever and you discover new companies and hey oh wow i'm gonna check out their ticker on um you know on robin hood and then you you know maybe you you buy a share of the stock and it is a it it, it still is a, a very cool thing to be able to you know buy a share of a company's stock um to become essentially part owner of you know um company so but yeah i feel like a lot of people don't think about it that way i think robin hood I, I think you, just, you, I love you again. Sorry. What you were saying? You oh, don't think what? I, I think like, I think Rob, um, you know, has, has turned that into where you would be almost like proud to own a share of, of stock. It has turned it again into like more of a game um, yeah. than anything. Um, sorry guys, if we uh, were cutting out currently, um, if, if you're not familiar with this, Nam is in San Francisco. I'm on the other side of the in Boston. Um, we're doing this remote. Some- yeah. Yeah, sometimes technical issues happen and we try to we try our best to yeah. navigate things. But uh again, I think I think agree. Like well, like uh, come back public to the- as a um um we will we will be sure to let you guys know and <laughs> I actually lost you in the middle of that, so I, I, saw, I just heard you say, I, "I just heard you say public company," and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I, I saw that it, it disconnected. Um, hmm. Oh, okay. We good now? You think? I we're good now. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anyway, yeah. So I want to like read a little bit of number and looking in here, um, and kind of tie back to the market maker and how much information they have and things like that. So Robinhood only managed $80 billion, 80, right? Of the old asset they managed. So there's, you know, people who buy stock and trade on Robinhood and the total amount of asset is 80 billion. E-Trade's 600 billion. So mm. that is what, like five, almost six times more. TD Ameritrade, $1.3 trillion. Right, that is like oh, oh. like 10, 10 times, oh, more than 20 times, right? Almost 20 times, 15 times. And Charles Swap is 3.8 trillion. So, oh. what is that? 3.8 trillion divided by 80. That is 50 times, 47.5 times bigger than Ribbon Hood. Interesting. So, so Hood is tiny. So, yeah, and it goes to show, I mean, you, you, Thank you for those numbers, Nam. That's actually really interesting. Um, it go, like, <clears throat> it's interesting to think about that because a, a lot of the people that are using Robinhood are, you know, us basically, millennials, yep. you know, and we're buying like fractional shares, you know, uh, a tenth of Tesla or a hundredth of this stock and whatnot. And you hear a lot of hype in the news about Robinhood this, Robinhood that. You hear, you read a lot of things on Reddit. Like, it's definitely in the news. It's on TikTok. People are showing that you their accounts and how to. Really, the institutional investors, the people that the, you know, the entities that move a lot of money that move the markets, they're not using Robinhood. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope. so, nope. not um, as Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting to think about it um, that way. 
So Robinhood is just a little is a it's is a, a little tiny, guy. It's a yeah. penny stock in the in the it's a penny stock in the um, sea of uh, Amazons. And then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I and and the, thing, the, the reason I mentioned that is because um, we talk about the influence of market maker and all the data that Robinhood has. I think Charles Schwab and TD Ameritrade also have free like uh, trading, like like um, free commission trading right now. So you know, mm. if you sign up for them, you can also trade for free. So Robinhood is not the only app. It just you know, if you have to compromise on the UI, might be move to those trading platform too. But right. they are not that, right? Because they, they obviously manage a lot more assets. So in a way, it's more secure, right? Because if you manage 3.8 trillion, it's harder for you to just go to zero or just, you know, do some bullshit and out mm. money. Um, like we see in the, the GameStop and AMC, uh, a short squeeze happened like earlier this year, right? And... Just to show you, I, and I think mainly the people who do involve in that uh, short squeeze are like from, you know, Reddit, the Wall Street bets, and they use Robinhood. And I think it's like amazing phenomenon that happened. I don't think it's affect the the big guy, the hedge fund at all. I think they still make like money of it. Uh, it just it's just to see like the everyday people do have some kind of power over over it you know because we talk about like some people in those 80 billion dollar and those other people who like have like trillion and trillion dollar manage so obviously we would they would not have a large in enough impact to like because i think the goal is like oh we're gonna make the hedge fund lose so much money i think they do lose some i don't think it's significant i think they make it back right away because they're so big they, they definitely have the algorithm to um to to navigate through this this whole short, uh, short squeeze thing, um, and for people who don't know and don't follow it, um, GameStop was eleven dollar at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and then in January twenty seven it go up to three hundred and forty seven dollar, so eleven to three hundred fifty <laughs> in matters of a month or like a few days, and the whole reason is that uh, just to give a quick backstory and you guys do your research on, on this um one guy on this reddit one user name uh what is that deep fucking value yeah yeah yeah. right this guy he just he he do his research for like a year or something and he, the funny thing is like he he has his theory already like a year ago and he keeps saying that in the in this reddit for um is in this subreddit right and he keeps analyze his position and he say like okay so this those hedge fund just put a lot of what is that um a, is it a put or a call short short selling short selling the stock yep, yep, up, yep. right and they so they short selling 140 percent of the stock existing meaning that they they predict that the price of gamestop going to go down and, and eventually go bankrupt and they bet <clears throat> 140% more than the total value of the, uh, the total number of the stock. So they bet the, the stock that doesn't exist. So if, you know, you know, if the stock go down, most of the top, they make a lot of money, right? <laughs> they, they like, they go all in, they, they go more than all in. They bet like, they bet the money they don't even have. They, they bet the things that doesn't even exist, right? They trade on margin. <laughs> yes. Maybe something like that. 
of course, like, you know, I'm not a finance guy. Someone else might probably like explain more than better than I do. But, but if the stock go up, then they literally could lose a lot of money. Could be right. infinity, I think, right? Because they, they trade, they, they short selling more than, than the total amount that exists. So they right. have to pay back those share. And if it doesn't exist, how can you pay it back? Because, you know, if you have 10 share, you just can't give it back 10 share. You're going to not give back 40 yeah, share. Yeah, that's the issue with short selling. Um, it, it, because there's like infinite opportunity, infinite loss, you know? Infinite um, loss, yeah. Because like the company can only go down to, if it's going down, it's a good thing. Like be, obviously, like you just explained, you're short selling, and, um, but it can only go down to zero, right? But if, if, if the share price starts going up and up and up and up, well, it can <laughs> go, ceiling, keep going yeah, the up forever. There's, there's yeah. no ceiling, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the risk. Yeah. That is the risk. So, um, yeah, what I'm trying, I think, is, is, is it's good that Robinhood created a platform for everyday user to use it. I think whenever you give something powerful to just everyday and everyone, at first it's going to take a hit because people would not know how to do with it. Mm. Right? Because same thing with social media. You just give them something you can talk, they will talk all day, every day, nonstop about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's not a good idea, right? Just share what you eat. Don't share like, you know, <laughs> anything about your life. <laughs> or argue with stranger on, on, on social media. And, and, you know, it can bring the best and the worst of people. Same thing with this. I think it at first going to take a hit. People will lose a lot of money be just because they just put in it and they don't think about it. And they're just like, oh, maybe it's go up, maybe it's go down. And I, I think most of the time it's go down. That's just how it works. <laughs> Only yeah. if people make a lot of money through stock market, and it's always gonna gonna be like that. <clears throat> but in the long, a lot of, like as a whole, long term, you play a long term game. If you invest, you're gonna make money. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, right. You just gotta do the right things, and you like usually if you read all the investment books, like you know, um, w- one investment book, The Intelligent Investor, another one, A Random Walk Down Wall Street. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the intelligent investor one, the guy, the author talks about, you know, mutual funds and index funds and, you know, putting money into those things and just leaving your money there. Like Robinhood has really, Robinhood has kind of um, glorified um, or, you know, made the day trader kind of a glamorous thing, you know, like, wow, like I'm going to trade multiple times during the day and blah, blah, blah. And it's it's fine if if it works for you fine but usually day trading means that you're heavily involved in technical analysis and you know you're you're well educated well versed in that but if you're just like hitting buy and sell on Robinhood because you like the way the button looks and like that's not good because there's no basis behind your your actions you know um yeah yeah i agree and uh, and also it, I think they don't, um, yeah, they, they, they try to sell this dream. I don't know if they, they do, but I think, you know, everything in the platform kind of to push toward sell and buy, buy and sell, not like buy and hold, you know, buy and just. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. And, and, and don't think about it because yeah, I, I have this, like um, the compound interest calculator right here. Right. And I just do quick math. So if you, if you put a hundred dollar a month, right to invest in like an IRA or 
like a fund or like a target retirement fund. Um, only only hundred dollar, right? And you keep it for thirty years with a ten percent, you know, interest interest mm-hmm. uh, interest rate over year. After thirty years, you have one hundred and ninety seven thousand dollar from one hundred dollar every month. So like I don't know, like don't don't eat out like five times, don't buy like you know ten Starbucks, twenty Starbucks, things like that. Right. After thirty years, you have like almost two hundred thousand dollar. Like that's that's that that's substantial amount, right? For like right. Uh, of course, it's not like a million, of course, but because you only put a hundred, but people uh, can make a good use of two hundred thousand dollar when they are fifty. Like they definitely can use that money. That's right. But the yeah. problem is, they they don't want to be rich all and and all, right? They want to be rich and young, and and I think everyone want that, but. Sometimes you have to be patient. I think I think compound interest is a is a very strong thing. You just you know patient, put in money, don't think about it, and then one day you wake up, you have two hundred thousand dollars in your bank. Exactly. Yeah. And Nobody I mean, gives you that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it's it's much. Yeah, you're right. Now you you want to be rich and young, not rich and old. And it's much sexier to be you know rich and young. It's much Robin Hood. Let's be honest. Robin Hood is much sexier than four hundred one k. Than traditional oh, yeah. IRA. <laughs> 100%. Buying and selling, and oh, you got all these people on YouTube, you know. Ty, yes. What is the guy? Ty Lopez. I hate Ty. that fucking guy. Like, <laughs> quit, you know, drop out of school, quit your job. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at my, look at these cars behind me. Like, look at this <laughs> Land Rover. Look at this Lamborghini. Do you think I got this by going to college? Like, let me teach you how to invest in real estate and whatnot. It's like, you see all these people talking about this this stuff when really, okay, you just rented those cars for the day. Like that's your neighbor's house or whatever. Like it's not yours. Like, you know, what's the irony? They like, they, uh, marketing market that they, Hey, you, if you buy my course, I would teach you how to make money. Right. Yeah. And they buy the course and in the course, they teach exactly how he used to make you his customer. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. It's like fucking inception. Oh, now, now the customer will do the same thing to someone else. Well, I saw a video of this Ty Lopez, uh, Ty Lopez guy, and him, I mean, for anyone who doesn't really know him, he's like a he's just a, like an influencer. He talks, he he has courses about how to invest in real estate, how to you know invest in the stock market, how to make money. Um, he you know he he kind of shows off his you know. His his cars that he owns. I'm doing a quote uh, action with my fingers here. His cars that he owns, his mansions, blah blah blah. <laughs> but there was one video I saw with him. He was teaching how to invest in real estate, and that one like there was a, a member of the of the course who came in and came on the call and said like, "Hey Ty, like he and this kid actually studied like real estate investing in college. He was like, mm-hmm. Hey, can you can you define this term for me?" <laughs> and uh, the guy was like, um, that's not a real term. It's like no one in real estate investing uses that. And the kid was like, actually, I just learned this in class like last week. Um, this is like one of the basic terms of real estate investing. Like you can't define it. And and oh, he just God. like called him out in front of everyone. And it was you could find the video on YouTube. But like <clears throat> the point is this fast, you know, buy, sell, like penny stocks. You know, this stock is going to go to the moon. 
You know, I'm going to be able to buy a Lamborghini tomorrow. It's going to go up, you know, 300%. Like that's sexy. Say putting a hundred dollars into your um, IRA 10 years later becomes a hundred thousand. That's not sexy because yeah. it's not now. And that's just the yeah. and that's fact of the matter, you know, but the thing is like, yeah, Robin Hood doesn't really help that because it doesn't no. offer any of those accounts and I don't think it wants to like, so I think, yeah, there's, there's a lot we need to change in terms of like financial literacy, you know, um, it's not a bad thing to like put some money and invest in like penny stocks and hope, you know, hope. Oh no, that... it's not. If you do your homework, right? Right. If you do work, muzzle talk, do it. Right. But be comfortable with what you lose because there's always risk in this. Right. right. Don't be shocked. Don't. Yeah. That's the thing. Don't be shocked about what you lose because if you're shocked, that means that you have literally have no idea how things work. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and it's not, it's not like it is, it is a gamble at the end of the day with, if you're not using like, in, in my mind, if you're not using technical analysis, you know, because all of these like institutions, they're using high frequency trading they've got like supercomputers oh, okay. that can make, make trades in you know the you know faster than the blink of an eye if you're if you're not using technical analysis and you're not really studying like the fundamentals like you don't really know about the companies you're investing in you're just you're gambling like yeah. gambling but the thing is with a when you when you go to buy a lottery ticket what you spend, you know, you know, you spend a, a low amount, right? And you can win a high amount with, with the stock, you know, stock market trading, the potential to lose money is much, much greater in some circumstances. Like you need to, you just need to be careful. Do your, you know, do your research. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Always an urge to want to get rich quick. I, I mean, I, uh, no matter how much I talk about this, like, hey, like long term, like put money aside. I did that, <laughs> too. but I always have an urge to like reading things online and find something. Oh, maybe oh I for can sure, yeah. It thing is like it's crazy how your mind works. Like you know every principle, you know everything, you still do it. That's why yeah. it's hard. Why there's not many people like Warren Buffett just put money in in a in the stock market and stay like for eighty years. Yeah. Right. And, and that's why he's just so rich because he just had the discipline. Yes. The, you know, he's just doing the right thing over and over and over and over and over again. And just like 1% every day and it's just compound the interest. Right. So, yep. Yeah. It's an everyday thing. It's every day you have to wake up and you're like, okay, like, do I want to do this? <laughs> do I want like, wait, rich, rich quick? Is it, because it's, it sounds fun. It sounds really fun to wake up at, at, at 26 and then have like a, you know, 5x return on your, uh, on your Dogecoin or something like that, or 10x, 20x return on your Dogecoin or any penny stock that you bought. But, exactly. Uh, it's only happened to 1% of the people. If, if, it, if it's you, congratulations, right? You're lucky. But it's not the majority in, on, in the average, you know, people. Yeah. And, um, while, and while, like, while you're, you know, doing these things, um, you know, gambling on some penny stocks or whatever, it might make sense to put some money away into, you know, the... Um, into an IRA, you know, or um, less like risky things like mutual funds or index funds. Instead of it's a single stock, it you know tracks an index like technology or medical or you know healthcare or whatever or uh, ETFs, ex exchange traded funds. Um, yep. 
so there are tons of things you can do. Um, it's just that the, the like the one pet peeve I have about Robin Hood is that it, uh-huh. it, it is that it has kind of gamified, um, you know, uh, the stock market. And that's really not a good thing because it's a very, you know, like a lot of people have lost a lot of money and, you know, that money could have been, you know, put into <laughs> an IRA or something and could have been growing at, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12% for those people. But now it's lost because they just, you know, it's, they treat it as a game. And that's, yeah, not, cool. I think, that's not cool. I think it's got to be, uh, I mean, if they do the right thing, they has to push more for ed- education. Like way more on education, like creating courses, you know, like giving a lot of a lot of education for people to to buy stuff. But the the key thing is, it's boring. (laughs) You know, like it's boring. It's boring, right? But the hard things is the hard things, and is what make you difference, right? Because if you everybody would not want to do the hard things, that's why they lose money. If you're willing to just put extra time to like, you know, put some time into it, you're gonna make you're going to make return on your investment, right? And and I think because Robinhood won growth, more user things, they, I think they only focus on getting user, make it make it flashy, make it, you know, get rich and things like that rather than really doing the right thing. And because one one of one of the app, I don't know if you heard about it, Acorns. Mm. You heard about it? Uh they're actually doing a really good job of doing the right thing because so what the idea is like you can uh, whatever you you probably heard the ads right you just spend like five 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 fifty on a coffee right they're gonna invest the fifty cent so they will round up to six dollar and invest the fifty cent for you to an right. ETF to an IRA or Roth IRA you choose um, so you you just spend you know, everyday life, everyday object and things like that. And it, you know, they're just going to round up, get the change. And for a month, you're going to get like $50, $57, $20, $29, things like that. You're going to get it invested because you will not notice the difference, right? Um, and it, they're going to invest it for you. So you just don't need to worry about it. You need to pick the stock and things like that. And I think that is, um, that's, that's a really good thing that they're doing right now. Yeah, I, uh, I love that idea. I mean, it's kind of like it's going to take a while for you to get for you to get to any sizable amount invested, but it's a great idea because it's hard to like it's hard to like um, initially set up that like budget. You know, how much am I making? How much can I, put, you know, this um, IRA account, and how much can I actually put into like maybe a an app like Robinhood where I'm just like fiddling around, like buying random things hoping for the next big, you know, big, big break. I like, mm-hmm. I, I like the acorns though. Um, I personally don't have it, but I've been, I've been thinking about getting it or using it. What yeah, about yeah. you? Do you use it now? I don't use it, but I, so I actually use other app, Wellfront and, and <clears throat> yeah, Wellfront actually. It's like yeah. mobile advisor. Mm. Uh, it's kind of a different way to invest too. So you just give the money to just invest for you. They just pick the stock for you and you choose your risk. Um, uh, what is that tolerance? Uh, and they do it for you. There's a lot of stock out there. I think Acorn is a good entry point and a good way for people to start. You know? Yeah. 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 I uh, I know I know Wealthfront too. Um, they're based in San Francisco, right? I think okay. so. Yeah. No, that's a that's a cool uh, that's a cool uh, company too. 
But yep. yeah, I mean, <clears throat> let us know. Um, hopefully, like we said, hope we have the web set up soon so we can have like a, a little discussion forum or whatever. But you know, definitely, we're interested in knowing what you guys think about Robin Hood. You know, is it ultimately um, a, a good thing for for the fin? Has it caused a lot of problems, and do you think it has kind of derailed the, you know, um, the the way things? Um, I I mean, Nam, what do you, what is your what is your um, what are your feelings at the end of the day? Like, what do you think about? I, it? I think it's a good good step. Definitely got some step back right now. I think I think is is. Because you know me, I like crypto, I like blockchain, I like decentralized things, you know, like I like I like the people to have their power mm-hmm. to do things. But how they execute it might be might not be perfect. I do think some kind of fee is necessary, especially with your money. Right? For, okay, social media, that, I don't care, right? You can use it for free. Like sometimes I like I, I just talk to my friend too. Uh, he was talking about like, yeah, like he, he tried to buy clothes, right? But he don't know what to buy. Like he don't know the brand. He's just not into clothes. So he he kind of love it when Facebook just target him for clothing. You know, he's like, he yeah. just go on Google and search for clothes so that Instagram and Facebook want to suggest them some clothes, right? And, and and that I agree. Like sometimes it's nice and also it's just not your money. But with your money, I think it should either education or like an entry fee or or something right and of course it's going to create a barrier to entry but it's just more like to be a reminder for them that hey it's money like you know you got you you know you could lose one dollar now two dollar now but i'd rather you lose that and research than lose a hundred dollar five hundred dollar a thousand yeah right so i think um the execution uh I, I will see because you know the way they handle the data and that is my financial information i'm a little bit iffy about it right i don't care my you know if, if facebook has my you know preference on what anime or what movie i watch right like or what clothes i wear what brand like gucci chanel i don't care but for my money and my move in in the stock market i do care more about it yeah so um, the execution definitely I, w- I want to see, but I think the idea overall is something that I, that I like. What about you? Um, cool. And for me, I mean, I, I like I obviously I think it's a great thing what what they what they did to the whole um, fintech world. Um, you know, introducing uh, commission free trades um, to people kind of opening up the, the floor to, to people who want to invest, um, but were apprehensive because, you know, it was hard to, hard to use or kind of scary to set up an account. And you see all the charts and all the data and all the, you know, news and whatnot, and just having an easy platform um, to use is, is really refreshing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have any problems with, with Robinhood um, other than, you know, I think they should I, I I don't know why steering away from the uh, the other side of investing which is investing in your in your future not so much trading and trying to you know make the big break um so I hope Robinhood introduces more in the future I hope they introduce like the ability to open an IRA and save money um 
and have more of like a wealth, a wealth front or acorns feature um, because they, they're promoting this type um, scheme and it works out for some people. It doesn't work out for others. You tend to hear the of, you know, the people who it has worked out for. Um, but there are a lot of stories. It's 1%, bro. It's 1%. Exactly. Exactly, bro. There are a lot of stories of people who have uh, done pretty pretty poorly as, as well so live saving like <laughs> no like yeah. so, that's crazy i mean i mean i i know that there are there are a lot of people a lot of people who have gambling issues um oh, yes. a lot of people could just walk into a casino and easily drop every single cent to their name on a slot machine you know what i mean so it's it's a real problem and that's why I'm saying Robin Hood should tread carefully because um, they know that there are these people on the, on their platform. So, and they take advantage of that and they shouldn't. Um, so that's all I'm saying, but I, what, for what they've done to the, um, in terms of the technology and the design, I, I'm a bit, a bit, uh, you know, a big proponent. So. Yep. Yep. Agree. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think on that note, we could wrap this up. I think it's a good discussion. I think, yeah, about finance and investing and Robin Hood and everything like that. Uh, like Sean said, let us know, right? And then we definitely try to, uh, you know, do better every day about this, stay more consistent. Uh, but yeah, give us a review. Absolutely. Don't like, you know? Yeah, do absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and once tech biz and talk, I, I, I said it earlier as a joke, but I think I cut out earlier. Once tech uh, global media company goes public, um, you know, keep us in uh, keep us in mind. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh sure, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, thank you guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll be back next week with another banger. Another banger. I right? I'll see you, Sean, and I'll see you guys. See you now. See you, everyone. Yep. Bye-bye.